0: Direct from News Talk ZB's team at Parliament, the Beehive Buzz. Beehive Buzz. It's time for the Beehive Buzz with News Talk ZB chief political reporter Jason Walls. Jace the Ace, how are you doing?
1: Neko, it's been a while. I'm doing well. How are you? <laughs> it's been a while. You've been
0: overseas, buddy. I
1: You've have. You've been overseas. I've been uh, wandering the, the, the wonderful streets of Tokyo and Singapore. With the PM. Well, not with her. It wasn't the two of us. I was in the media contingent. <laughs> Did you have a little boogie with the kiwi fruit? Oh, uh, well, I was, I was kind of too shell-shocked to Boogie, really. It was just a very, very, very sombre occasion. There was a bunch of Japanese businessmen in dark suits and this very lovely, beautiful, but solemn Japanese music, traditional Japanese music playing. And then off to the side with these two humanoid kiwi fruits with big bulging eyes and big fruity, gaping mouths just kind of swaying side to side. It was very surreal, but I'll tell you what, Zespri had a great PR day from that one.
0: Yeah, you know, I, I, I've seen you with a couple of tequilas and you'd you feel like you want a boogie. So I thought, <laughs> oh, Jason's going to have a boogie with one of those kiwi fruit. Just watch out. That ZB mic's going to appear and it's going to no. be a little bit of JC boogie. Anyway, <laughs> serious now. Uh, yes. The recent News, News Hub uh, research poll uh, has given Christopher Luxon a stride and a step. Uh, do you think it's a reflection of his, him and his talent? Or is it just the mood of the country?
1: You know, I think a lot of it is actually around the cost of living crisis. Um, The main thing that motivates voters um, when it comes to polls or actually in the voting booth itself is how much money is or how much is my back pocket being hurt? Um, If you are paying a lot more at the grocery store, you're going to feel a lot of upset and outrage about that, even if the issue is because of the war in Ukraine and because of just um, the global level of inflation, um, hiking up all around the world. But voters still are upset about that. They'll hear things from Chris Luxon saying it's the government's like reckless spending that's driving that and really capitalise on those comments. And we saw in that News Hub poll that that essentially is what happened. We've seen Labour down a whopping 6.1 percentage points to 38.2. National, meanwhile, up up 9.2 points to 40.5. So you can actually see National kind of storming ahead of Labour there. Now, looking at the minor parties, we've got both ACT and Green that are down as well, um, down to 6.4 and 8.4 respectively. But it's interesting with the Maori Party, because they are at 2.5. Now, they're really the ones to watch, because if uh, Rawati Waititi keeps the Waiariki seat, the Maori Party will be the king or the queen maker. But if he loses that seat, they're not even in parliament at all. So it's actually probably gearing up to be the biggest battleground seat in New Zealand come the 2020. 3 election
0: I mean, and it's not a race-based thing at all. It's a, it's more of the style of the party. But it doesn't I mean it, I won't you won't be able to make the comment, but it scares the living daylights out of me if they are becoming the new Winston Peters and the king or queen maker. That uh, is a, puts a little shiver down my spine. But I really want to just quickly ask you about Christopher Luxon because the last couple of things that I've seen, I reckon he's starting to get the jitters. Uh, and I'm talking about when he was asked whether he thought the Larissa Wall's appointment was political. He that That's what his answer was, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, well, I think he's what he's doing is he is a still very new to politics. I mean, he's only been a, uh, an MP for what less than two years now, and he's still very, very new to leadership. So um, you had this from the start with um, Todd Muller, for example, who hadn't seen as much. You didn't really have it with Judith because she's very established. But you kind of just asked anything and everything. And what the par, um, what the Prime Minister has is she has a team of people preparing her for any eventual scenario that could actually be fired at her. Chris Luxon really doesn't have that. So You've got to do a lot of thinking on your feet. And what he's found is that he said things, and then a couple of days later, he's been forced to walk them back. Um, think the Matariki um, public holiday, think um, some issues around public transport, how that's funded. And so he's really looking to not fumble more like that because that led a number of le- negative news cycles. So what he's doing is he's just trying to sit on the fence with those issues that aren't really going to make many headlines and aren't going to win many voters. Um, and a little bit of a stumble is way better than having to walk something back. So I think he's really engaging in that um, line of play.
0: Right. So quickly, Simon Bridges is now officially out of Parliament, giving his valedictory speech yesterday. Is there a big gap uh, for both national and Parliament now that he's left? I I like them.
1: Well, everybody likes Simon. I think that's the thing. He was um, very personable. He was very funny. He has a good relationship with the press gallery. Um, And, um, you know, he was... You can't go past talking about Simon Bridges without talking about his stint as the leader. He wasn't very well; he wasn't popular among a lot of people. But it's worth noting: before COVID, he was holding national up in the polls around where they are now. So in that respect, he was quite successful. But he is—he's he's a lot of fun in the House, for example. He's one of the most fun people to keep an eye on. So he's going to be—he's going to be missed in terms of political coverage and also from the National Party. I mean, he has yes. a wealth of experience. Jase,
0: can I ask you one really quick question? Uh, Winston Peters now trespassing for Parliament. Now he wasn't, now he is, now he's not. How embarrassing is this for Trevor Mallard? Uh, I think it's pretty ordinary.
1: Well, you know, it seems like... (sighs) this whole thing has been a bit of a rigmarole because first it was Trevor Mallard saying um, oh it was security that made this decision not me and then it was the Prime Minister coming out that it said that was on um, Trevor Mallard and they have this conversation about who is um, or what's to happen next with MP and then he walks it back and says that essentially there are five people including Winston, Matt King um, former Maori party leader Marama Fox, Derek Ball and Stephen Franks who have had their trespass notices withdrawn so it was a big rigmarole and it just puts Mallard in the headlines for all the wrong reason. I mean, it, had most, yeah, it had most people si- siding with Winston, for heaven's sake. I mean, that's not something that happens too often with the wider populace.
0: <laughs> no, it isn't. <laughs> Thanks. Jason Walls, uh, his news talk, ZB's chief political reporter once again.